Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, this is Dr. Katie here with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and I want to get a little tactical with you today. I know we had some amazing interviews these past couple weeks, um, but as you start to see patients, I want to reinforce that you build value in your appointments and you continue to reinforce that chiropractic is completely essential and necessary Uh, for your animal patients because sometimes our services are the first to go. Uh, When, you know, finances are tight, I try and be mindful to owners and their financial situation, but you don't want pets to relapse. And it's important that with each and every visit, you continue to build value. So as you keep on or um, keep on or begin to start seeing patients again, um, start to take note of how you interact with patients and how you build that value in each visit. So after an initial visit, you you may have a report of findings, an ROF as I call it, and that's great. But if you don't build on that report of findings each and every visit, sometimes owners forget. And repetition um, is a great thing to continue building the value, continue um allowing owners to learn more about what you do and also build a positive positive association with the changes, however slight they may be that they're seeing in their pet. So I have a six-step process. This is kind of what I have uh, gleaned from a practice management uh, that I used when I was seeing people. Uh, of course, I've changed it and modified it to my animal practice, but it's called a six-point office visit. So six quick little brief points that you want to touch on um, each and every visit. And you can modify this, but I keep this in the back of my head so that way um, each and every visit I have something that I can follow and that way I can fall back on it because ultimately you fall back on uh, your uh, preparation that you have done. Um, so if you're not having a good day and you've already said this a thousand times, you're going to default into it, which is really good because sometimes we have bad days and we want to default into good habits. Um, but anyway, so the first thing I recommend you say to an animal owner is what improvements have you noticed in your pet? What are they starting to do better? Now notice I didn't say, how are they doing? How are they doing is, um, kind of a neutral uh, place to start. I want to start positive. I want an animal owner to look for the positive changes. So I try and say, what improvements have you noticed in your animal? So that way the owner thinks of the positive things and they are associating what we are doing with good changes for their animal. Of course, you're going to have a, a couple of negative Nancys that are going to say, well, they're not getting any better. I don't notice anything. Um, or they're worse even, which sometimes does happen. And we have other, um, you know, things you can say for that. Um, but you want to first start with what improvements are you noticing in your pet? Oh, they can sit better. Oh, they're walking better. They have more energy or they're not as in much as in much pain. I can touch them all over now, whereas before I couldn't or, you know, whatever it is. You want to build positive associations. So as you start to palpate their animal and you do your assessment, because you may notice a little more than the owner, you can, especially if they're you know being a little negative, they haven't seen changes yet, you can say, it appears to me that your pet still has this. 
is still doing this but has significant improvement with this. I'm seeing less muscle spasm, better reflexes, um, you know, whatever it is, whatever you're noticing, mention it and show it. Um, and then if, if you still get an animal owner that's really gruff and, you know, they're not seeing what they want to see, I really recommend that you take before videos because then you can use this third point. Do you remember where we were when we first started? And this is helpful for human practice because um, during a first exam, I would find that patients with like back pain, they could hardly bend over and touch their toes. So I would say, well, touch your toes. And they could touch their toes. And I said, day one, you could not do that. Now, even though you're still in pain, you're seven out of 10 pain, you are much more functional. Remember, pain is the last to go. Function is the first thing to be restored. So it is important to remind people where they were when they first started because, um, you know, subjectively, uh, we may not see what we want to see, even though there are small, small incremental improvements. So what I remind owners, uh, step number four, is it takes time and repetition to heal. I recommend seeing your pet at this frequency in order to continue seeing results. Now, um, this step you don't always have to go over, especially if, if you have a committed owner that's, you know, uh, you know, they are going to do your care plan. But if you have someone who is, you know, jumping on and off the bus, so to speak, just remind them that, look, if we're going to get results, this is what I recommend. And it is important, you know, if you need a, a draw on an analogy, like how many times you have to go to the gym to get your six pack or how many salads you have to eat to lose 10 pounds, uh, whatever it is, just say, I recommend we see your pet in order to get these results. I also reinforce that you can't tell pets to stop doing an aggravating behavior. So number five, unfortunately, you can't tell your dog to stop jumping off the bed. For that reason, it's important to keep your follow-up appointments because these problems can very easily reoccur. You know, dogs, when they feel good, they go back to doing the aggravating behavior. Humans, we have a little bit more inhibition because we have a frontal lobe, um, but that's not always the case. I can't tell you how many times in human practice, you can't do that. We need some time for your body to heal. Even though you feel better, you can't do that just yet. So I like to remind owners that, hey, it's very likely for these things to reoccur because I can't tell your pet to stop doing X, Y, Z. And then the next step, the last six point of the visit, do you need me to answer any questions or clarify any of the uh, home recommendations I sent home with you? And, or... Uh, can we set up your next appointment now? So the reason I recommend that you say, when can we set up your next appointment? Not if we can set up your next appointment, when we can set up your next appointment. Um, it's very important that you at least get something tentatively on your schedule because I don't know about you guys, but I book about two or three weeks in advance. Um, so it is important that you at least have a placeholder on your schedule and just instead of the owner just saying, hey, I'll call you, so that way you don't forget about their animal because we know these problems are going to reoccur, we know that they need their chiropractic care, and we don't want to forget about them. And you can say just like that, look, even if it's a tentative appointment, I'd rather have you on my schedule and us touch base and me move you further out because I don't want to forget about your pet and I don't want to see them relapse. Um, so I really recommend that last sixth step that you get their next appointment on schedule and you clarify any home exercises or home recommendations.
Okay, so six point office visit, you don't necessarily have to follow it or necessarily go in order, um, but this is a really helpful guideline of what to talk about each and every visit to build positive value and encourage owners to continue to look for small, incremental, positive changes in their pet. Number one, what improvements have you noticed? What is your pet starting to do better? Two, it appears to me that your pet does still have this, but I'm seeing significant improvements here. Three, do you remember where we were when we first started? We're making great progress from that first day. Four, it takes time and repetition for the body to heal. Do you remember that I recommended that I see your pet at this frequency in order to see results? Number five, we can't tell animals to stop doing the aggravating behavior, so sometimes these things do relapse, so it's important to keep your follow-up appointments. Number six, can I clarify any of the home exercises and can we set up your next appointment now? Um, so I hope this helps you, I hope this guides you, and just gives you a framework of how to build a positive relationship each and every visit so that way your owners can continue to see the value behind what you do. If you have any questions or concerns for me or have a topic you want me to talk about, please let me know. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Making Strides for Animal Cairo, and I can't wait. I'm working so hard on my 90-day boot camp program, hopefully going to be released later this year. Um, I don't have an idea yet because I've been super super busy, um, but I'm about halfway through. So I can't wait to get to that to you guys. Please join me on my Facebook group, Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and spread the word. Leave a review, leave a five-star rating if you can, um, and tell your friends about this podcast because I want to help other animal chiropractors succeed. So until next week, have a great week in practice. I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.